Welcome to your daily five minutes of faith. This is Bonefire episode six, all of scripture part three. I'm Dr. Kevin T. Goddard, and we are going to move from the covenantal promises contained within scripture and talk about how those relate to the law of the Old Testament and the gospel of the New Testament. Most Christians get confused over what law is in the Bible. They think it was only intended for ancient Israel and went away when Christ came. However, the New Testament writings point back to Old Testament scripture as holy, instructive, righteous, encouraging, and life-giving. Many parts of the law were fulfilled in Christ and ended because the place of worship moved from the tabernacle with its high priest to our hearts where Christ is high priest. So the parts of the law that were ceremonial ended. It is also important to note that the theocratic state of Israel had ended with Roman occupation and eventually the destruction of the second temple. So the laws that pertain to communal living and theocratic rule also came to an end, but the moral law still stands. The many sins listed in the Old Testament are still an abomination to God, and God expects us to follow his commandments. Paul goes to great lengths to explain that the law creates awareness of sin while the gospel of Christ brings life to the hearer who heeds it. In the previous episode, I read 2 Corinthians 3.14, where Paul points out to the Israelites, but their minds were hardened, for to this day when they read the Old Covenant, that same veil remains unlifted because only through Christ is it taken away. And in verses 5 and 6, he claimed, Not that we are sufficient in ourselves to claim anything is coming from us, but our sufficiency is from God, who has made us sufficient to be ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. The law was God's covenant deed where God spoke to his prophets, his promises, and expectations. The prophets wrote them down, and the resulting written document sealed God's promise by becoming permanent and attestable by his people who served as witnesses to the fulfillment of those promises. If we as Christians abandon the scriptures and the law contained therein, we are adopting false doctrine about who God is and what he does. In Hebrew writing, scripture is expressed as law or commandment and writing. In Greek, it is writing, law, and word. Jesus referred to scripture, which he said referred to himself as the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms. And when Jesus quoted scripture, he said, it is written, pointing to God's record of his covenantal promises. Even when Jesus appeared to the disciples after his resurrection, he referred to scripture as ultimate authority. These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures and said to them, Thus it is written, that the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead, and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning with Jerusalem, you are witnesses of these things. Christ lays the foundation for the gospel as being both a written and a spoken word that has witnesses to its validity and truth and is reserved for those who are given to Christ as his sheep and will recognize his voice 
just as he opened the minds of his disciples at the appointed time. The commandments and instructions of the law of Moses are the foundation of all of Scripture, and the first of those commandments was written by God himself with his finger on stone tablets. Scripture served as a remembrance of God's promises, a witness for the people to remember, and a source of wisdom and prosperity for those who followed them. Accordingly, the New Testament assumes the divine origin and authority of the Old Testament writings of the Law, the Prophets, and the Psalms. The New Testament writings, recognized as Scripture even during the lifetimes of the apostles who recorded them, included the words of Jesus, the preaching done by the apostles, and their writings to the early church. The bottom line is the purpose of Scripture, which Paul recognized as the Old Testament and the work of the early church. In his writing to Timothy, Paul said, All Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work.